Welcome to the Uncanny Superhero Training Podcast. I'm Michael Sotos, and this is episode three. Today, I wanted to talk about martial arts. Martial arts is a really key component to the superhero training program. The most successful superheroes have martial arts training or self-defense skills. We should all have the ability to defend ourselves, defend the ones we love, and be able to help others. Martial arts training is more than just physical training. It also has benefits for the brain and it can help you deal with stress and control fear. I want to give a little background on my martial arts training. I started training martial arts when I was in high school. I was about 15 years old and I started with Taekwondo, which is a Korean martial art and it places a lot of emphasis on kicking. I had had some knee injuries prior to training uh, Taekwondo. I had actually injured my knee playing basketball. And I found that doing hundreds of kicks in training just did not work well for my knee. So it would become painful and swollen after uh, these long kicking sessions. I also, the thing I didn't like about that class, I felt like I wasn't given the skills to fight before I was just thrown into sparring and I felt like I was a human punching bag. And that's just not fun. So a really good teacher will actually work with you and help you learn those skills before they throw you into sparring. At least that's what I think they should do. So I I didn't even last a year in Taekwondo. There were some enjoyable moments, but Overall, it just wasn't a good fit. So I actually didn't train martial arts again in high school, and I didn't train uh, again until near the end of college. I found a karate class uh, up in Eugene. I was going to the University of Oregon, and I started training karate, and it was a certain style where there was a lot of emphasis on hitting nerves with your strikes and with your blocks so causing a lot of pain and the training was quite painful Uh, I did that for a couple months and then I moved back down to southern Oregon where I was from so I left that karate class and then I was looking for martial arts down in southern Oregon and I decided to go with Aikido And Aikido is a Japanese martial art and the emphasis is on joint locks and throws. And I really like the philosophy behind it, the philosophy of harmony. And, uh, you know, it's been known as the art of peace, basically doing the least amount of damage to a person if they were trying to attack you, doing the least amount of damage that you needed to to stop them and actually it teaches you to blend with their energy. It's a gr- it's great movement training. And I felt like Aikido would be something that I could do into old age while the Taekwondo doing those kicks, I wasn't going to, to be able to handle that, especially with my knees. So I did Aikido for several years. I became a brown belt eventually, which is one below black belt. And then I moved back up to Eugene from Southern Oregon. And I continued with Aikido practice up there for a little while. And then one of my friends got me uh, 
got me involved with a, a teacher who taught JKD, which is Jeet Kune Do, and that was the art, or I would say philosophy, created by Bruce Lee, which uh, takes techniques from many different martial arts, the most useful techniques. And I started doing private lessons with the JKD teacher in Eugene, and we practiced some of the Filipino martial arts, some Thai boxing, and we did Brazilian jiu-jitsu, so grappling. And it was a good mix, and it was great training. Then I moved back down to Southern Oregon again, and I just trained with some friends to kind of retain my skills. I did that for a little while, and then it kind of faded out, and I didn't train for a while. And then I was training a client at the gym, a new client, and they said that they were doing JKD with elements of Wing Chun and Filipino martial arts. And so, you know, in the Filipino martial arts, they do a lot of weapons training. So stick fighting is, is a big part of it. And I got really excited when I heard that because I did not think there was a JKD teacher in Southern Oregon. And it ended up, we did have someone who had come up here. This is Sifu John Doty, and he came up here from Southern California. And he has a really rich history in the martial arts. He trained under Ed Parker. For those who know uh, Ed Parker, and then he trained under Larry Hartzell, which was one of Bruce Lee's top students, and he trained at the Inosanto Academy down there in Southern California, and uh, also under Paul Vunak. So just he's trained with just some of the legends in martial arts, and it's just amazing that we have a, a resource like him here in the Rogue Valley. So I started training with him and I've trained very consistently over almost, it's almost been four years of really very consistent training several times a week in JKD. And I just absolutely love it. It's great training. I also train with Renshi Hariom Radhakrishna and he is, he uh, teaches Filipino martial arts. So Dos Pares and he was trained under Grandmaster Thomas Sippen back in Wisconsin. So he's another great resource. And we focus more on the stick fighting. And uh, so I have these great teachers. I was doing Aikido and got my brown belt in a little bit different style than I had my other brown belt. Um, but I, I found that I couldn't train everything. I was running out of time I, I, with work and everything. I could only do so much. So I've really focused on JKD and then the Dos Pares, Escrima, Kali, Arnis. And I also do some Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So I work on those grappling skills at the Ashland Jiu-Jitsu Academy. And there's a bunch of great people to train with there because it's good to have knowledge of all the different areas of combat. So I am a associate level two instructor in the June Fawn JKD Grappling Association, which is Larry Hartzell's organization. And I'm also uh, instructor level in progressive fighting systems under Paul Vunak. And my teacher is a senior instructor in both of those organizations. And so that's my background. I absolutely love the training and I 
starting to teach now and I absolutely love to teach too. It teaching is a great way to really reinforce what you've learned. So I I'm really big on martial arts. I think that everyone should do some form of martial arts. There's so many different kinds, like I said, you could from the ones I do that have striking and weapons to doing internal martial arts, Tai Chi, Qigong, where you're working more on movement and you're not going to be hitting anyone, but they're based off of true self-defense techniques, to uh, the joint lock arts uh, like Aikido and Judo and you're throwing people and, and doing joint locks to this grappling on the ground, which is wrestling and, and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. There's a lot of options, and I think everyone can find something that will work for them. And I really, really recommend that you do that. And, and there's a program, uh, a martial arts uh, program down at UCLA, and they've really looked into the brain benefits of training, especially with the Filipino martial arts where you're doing the stick fighting. It doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be sparring with someone, but just doing combos, uh, doing stick patterns with another person and striking the sticks is amazing brain training. It really, they've looked at how it, the brain reacts to it. And it's just, really um there's a strong reaction and it really is great brain training anything i've mentioned this many times but rhythmic movement crossing the center line with hand-eye coordination required is just really good brain training and there's a reason why boxing is used now there's boxing programs for parkinson's patients because it's great brain training and it seems to uh, really keep their symptoms at bay or keep them from uh, the symptoms from progressing. So there's a reason why these boxing programs have become so popular. So even that you can even do boxing is a martial art and it doesn't, any of these things doesn't, when you train in them, it doesn't mean you have to spar. It could be hitting pads or hitting a heavy bag in the boxing stuff. And it doesn't mean you ever step into a ring and box with someone. Now, for me, I enjoy doing some sparring because it gives us a chance to explore techniques and see what works and see what you really learn what doesn't work. It really becomes apparent. And you get some resistance against your techniques to really test them out. So I, I really love to spar. But there could be some possible injuries with uh sparring but you want to make sure that you have good training partners so my recommendation to you the listener if you do not train in martial arts i would recommend that you explore your options and see if you could find one that you would enjoy and uh it would be great training for you. And and most teachers will allow you to come in and watch a class. If they're a good teacher, they should let you watch a class and see if it would work for you. Uh, they shouldn't have anything to hide. So, you know, and also 
besides, so there's, it's good physical training, it's good movement training, it's brain training, and it also helps you become more confident being able to deal with fear and stress. It really, really helps. Trust me, if you do something like that, especially if you do something like sparring, everything else seems uh, not nearly as scary as that. So it feels like I can deal with most things in life and and feel confident, uh, you know, even in, in scary situations, I feel I have that confidence uh, about me. So if you're interested in uh, your, if you're in the Rogue Valley uh, and you're interested in some, possibly doing some private lessons, feel free to contact me. And I also offer online training. So if somebody lives out of the area, if you have someone you can train with, a partner you can train with, you definitely could do some drills, learn some drills online. So that's kind of a new area I'm exploring with uh, teaching. But uh, the big takeaway from this podcast, I really recommend that you try out a martial art. And I just want to wrap up. I think a lot of people don't train martial arts because, for one, they're they're scared. Uh, they th- they think that it means that they're going to get hurt. But like I said, there's so many different options. There's ones where you'll never, uh, you'll never spar or punch a person, so that it's it's very safe. And even in uh, my JKD training, we have really good partners and we have a lot of good control. But I think, you know, you can f- find one to train that is not going to be, uh, you don't have to be scared to train. There's, there's a lot of different options and you can find a good fit for you. And then the other thing is a lot of times I think people think that the martial arts are just for kids. You put your kids in it, they train it for a while, they get older and they grow out of it. I mean, I've even had my parents say, aren't, why are you doing all those martial arts? Aren't they just for kids? But I really think they're even more important for adults. Once again, I'll go back to the whole tra- uh, boxing training programs for Parkinson's patients. Uh, it's probably even, we need it even more so as adults than we do as children, even though I think it's good for kids too, learning discipline and uh, self-defense and, and all the good things and confidence. So... I just want to wrap this up, uh, you know, look into the martial arts, every superhero should know, have some martial arts skills or self-defense skills. All right. And, uh, I've mentioned this before, but I have talked to my, uh, Sifu, John Doty and my, my martial arts instructor, and I will get him on a future episode. He, he has agreed to do an interview and we'll, um, I think you'll find that very interesting because he has just an amazing background in the martial arts and I'm, I'm looking forward to interviewing him. So thanks for checking out my podcast. I'll get another one up soon. Thanks.